What's up, guys? Here at FC Wonder Kid, episode four. Here with my guy, Bretton. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I am tired, a bit tired, because you know, you know, I got vaccinated, but yep. I'm feeling a bit of a side effects with this, but it's not, it's not too bad. I'm glad I'm vaccinated. So. I'm glad you're vaccinated too. I did mine earlier last week, and it was um, hell. So we're th <laughs> we're through it. We're through the other side, right? Well, same time, vaccinated, and Portugal, and in the states. Where Look at that. Maybe we, yeah. we're in tune. We're in tune, Breton. We're, we're in we're in tune. We're in tune. But uh, <laughs> but uh, did you see the news here in Portugal? Did you see what happened? I can't say I did. No. No, you don't. You don't know who is Portuguese oh. champion. Oh, 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 oh! That's what you're talking. I thought we were still talking about <laughs> vaccination. Something, something as small. As, no, I'm just kidding. Yes, I did see that news, and that news is absolutely amazing. Um, how many years? Almost twenty years. Uh, I, th I think it's 19 years without, without wow. being a champion. Yeah. 19 people, years. <laughs> I, I do understand the amount of people in Lisbon because 19 years without being champion. And a club that players like Luis Figo, Cristiano mm -hmm. Ronaldo, Nani, Quaresma. Quaresma was was a sporting academy player. Not a lot of he, he, he was the best Quaresma at Porto. And mm -hmm. he was a sporting academy player. Okay. But... You know, our guy, Wonder Kid coach, Ruben yeah. Emery, got it yeah. done. Got it done. What, I, what, well, it, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder why in those ni 19 years um, you have so many of those academy kids that were on the field for them. Um, why, after 19 years, did it take a Ruben, Ruben Emery to tap into that, to do that? I agree. I agree. And... A lot of good players, in my opinion, haven't been noticed at mm -hmm. Sporting that deserve mention. Uh, Matush Prada, now in the Premier League. Look at him now at West Bromwich. I, I, I won't guarantee here, but probably if Ruben Emery hadn't gone to Sporting, Palinha mm -hmm. wouldn't be the player he is today and being called to the Euros. So it's what I'm saying. The, the management of players that Ruben Emery does is so good. So yeah. good. He always buys what he needs. And now maybe you'll have to sell what he has. You yeah, know, that's that's the you question. The news? Did you see the news? I, I did see the news that uh, that City is interested. Very interested. Called it. That's what I got to say. You, we, we spoke about this deal happening. Yeah. And Benjamin Mendy, this is horrible news for him. Because yes. Nunez, at 18, if he goes to City, he starts. That's that's what's happening. So we so City will have Bernard Silva, Nuno Mendes, Cancel, Ederson's Brazilian, but he's got a Portuguese connection. Sure. So, and that, and that was that was the question I had for you. Is this the start of a dynasty in in Liga Nosh, um with Sporting? But if they become if they you know give into the selling pressure, uh, obviously not. Right, I agree. This, this I could agree. just be one title, and then it's back to Porto Benfica every year for the next nineteen. I agree, but while Sporting's going to sell Nuno Mendes, Pedro mm -hmm. Porro might be a permanent deal now, right. assured by Sporting. Right, and that's a good deal at right back for them. Yeah, uh, but plus they bought Matheus Reis, which is a, mm -hmm. a replacement for Nuno Mendes already. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the same quality, okay, but Nuno Mendes is a, is a phenom too. 
But uh, I'm I'm very curious to see how it's going to be with Pot. Is Pot leaving Sporting? Because Sporting only have fifty percent of his um of his uh, tra- future transfer fee. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to buy the rest. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen here? But um, it, isn't it amazing that um I think we went three full podcasts uh <laughs> without even mentioning Pedro Gonzalez. Um, Truth. I mean that, that he, he was. Yeah, he was absolutely instrumental. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, and this is probably a little too tongue in cheek, I shouldn't even say it. But uh, Bruno Fernandez couldn't get it done, but Pedro Gonzalez could. Ooh, uh, Bruno is better than Pot. Okay, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to compare the two, but man, uh, it, it obviously true. was a team thing. But Pedro, what, what did he end the year with? Um, 15, was, 16 goals. Yeah, I think it was around that number. I think he's got 20 goals in the league. I'm not sure. Or 20. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure what the numbers. But mm-hmm. uh, Bot is a very interesting case. I really don't know what's going to happen with him. I do feel like one more year at Sporting with Champions League football. That is, it's not new for Sporting, but it's with the money that Sporting spent, having the Champions League football is amazing. And so, you wouldn't say the same about Nuno? Uh, about uh, Nunmanj won't stay at sport. It's impossible. Uh, Nunmanj is impossible to stay at sporting uh, because it's too many big sharks that want him. Sure. I you you know you know it too. And there's there's not a lot of quality left backs out there. At, right. at 18 years old, you need to snatch him up. And I think Man City are going to make a really good deal snatching Nunmanj Nunmanj up. But. Yeah. I wanted to speak about something here in the podcast that was appeared in the news that Senhora Dolores da Aveiro uh, informed the Portuguese public that she wants her son, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> at Sporting. What are your thoughts on that? Imagine I seeing mean, Ronaldo at Sporting. I mean, I, I don't know. I have to go back and look at the history of his mom saying things in the past. Um, I, don't, I don't know if this is... Um, fluff or or uh tabloid fodder but i i mean i it makes sense it Mm. makes sense that i I don't know about now but it makes sense that at some point in the future you'd want to return home um many have done it right carlos Mm -hmm. tevez is still still kicking with boca um you know and that's not the only one it's the only one that comes to my head so uh does it happen tomorrow i don't think so i mean why would it happen tomorrow he's still at the top of his game Sporting wouldn't have the the financial the the finances to pay Ronaldo right now, right? And this year contract, but I do think he's going to be a free agent in not this season, the next one. Yeah. And I do think uh, Sporting have a chance to get Cristiano Ronaldo because I'll be honest, I'm going to kind of go with a conspiracy theory here, but <laughs> it was all of a sudden that Nike started to sponsor Sporting. And another another piece was Cristiano Ronaldo Academy. Yeah. This there was no announcement, no no preview. Straight away, Cristiano Ronaldo Academy and Nike is sponsoring Sporting. So I wouldn't be surprised if this were to happen. You have yeah. Senor Senor Dolor saying it. So she's trying to convince him, and I, this would change Liga Nosh. Cristiano Ronaldo going to Liga Nosh would benefit everyone from Benfica to Porto to Braga to Estoril. Yeah. Everyone would benefit. Uh, the money the money of the, the TV 
merchandise at Sporting would increase everyone's profits. Okay. So maybe Cavani would have gone to Benfica if Ronaldo had gone to Sporting. I can't believe I'm saying Ronaldo going to Sporting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's possible. We need it, to discuss it, possibilities. It is. It, it is also a headline and it made you click. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see whether or not it's clickbait or actual truth in the near mm. future, I'm sure. Um, but kind of one of the one of the funny things in, in my my looking at sporting and kind of the feat of what they did. Um, I look back at the 2016 Euro final. You know how we talked about Adair last mm-hmm. week. Um, is it true? And and I know I know the answer because I actually did the, the the math on this. Ten out of the 14 field players in that final versus France were all sporting players. I that doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me because sporting is Benfica now has an amazing academy, just like Porto and Olival, yeah. but that won the youth league. But uh, sporting have history. It's football heritage that academy. Sure. Yeah. Alkshit is part of Portugal's history. You got too many good players that left that academy. Ronaldo, Figo, as mentioned yeah. previously. Oh, yeah. um, so it's. Benfica did win this weekend against Sporting. I don't yeah, know. I saw that. <laughs> Bolinha, Sublinha masterclass. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to see the Sublinha I saw at Grêmio. He's he's getting more and more confident, and there was a moment there he nobody could take the ball off him. So yeah. next season we may. I I want Gonçalo Ramos to play next to Darwin Nunes. I would love to see this duo up front for Benfica. And I think it'd work. I think mm. it would work because Gonçalo Ramos, he's a bowler. He's such a good talent. Such. Yeah, two goals. Yeah, he, he was great. I, that was midweek, right? Who did he play against? He dropped that two against? Uh, Nacional, I think. I'm not, I'm not All right. sure. I'm All not right. Sure. I mean, it's a glimpse. He did that the year prior, too, near the end of the year. Yes, Got his did. chance, put two goals in or something. And, Fast. Uh, Fast yeah. goal. I, I think it's only like two touches, two goals. Touches <laughs> the ball, it goes in. No, but Gotta love those stats. Yeah, exactly. No, but he's got yeah. very good positioning. Gonçalo Ramos has is, is, is got a very good in-game IQ. That's knows where bad. to be. He's yeah. got a... He smells goals. He smells wow. goals. Well, it, it sounds to me like Portugal, Portugal is going to be the place to watch in the coming years, uh, especially if you do have Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo back. Um, but I, I do feel like... It'll be more from a commercial standpoint than it will mm. be from an actual playing standpoint. Okay. Um, I could be wrong about that. I mean, yeah. that's Beckham. Beckham came to the states for uh, a whole bunch of money, but he also transformed the game. Uh, Ronaldo is going to a place that doesn't necessarily need transformation, but as you've mentioned prior, needs investment. Um, and that that'll be interesting to see. Uh, whether or not that happens but yeah i mean sporting winning first time 19 years that is a story and a headline in and of itself what a cool cool feat well congratulations sporting you yes. you guys you guys deserved it only one loss now with benfica like no losses in the season sporting deserves to win this season sure uh yeah. we got we got a lot of, a lot of titles to discuss though so <laughs> was it the young bucks at borussia dortmund that make something happen i don't know <laughs> I, I think so. I think uh, I think it was the Erling. I mean, I don't know. How do you fit 
Erling Holland into Jaden Sancho. Uh, okay. But that duo, and I think you put it best uh, on Instagram, that duo is very easily the best U21 duo on the planet. Mm. No ifs, ands, and buts. I, okay. I, I don't see how you talk through that, right? But uh, yeah, they, they won. Not only did they beat uh, Red Bull Leipzig last weekend, they also then beat a midweek. I believe it was a 4-2 scoreline. Uh, blitzed them essentially and uh, lifted the, the DFB Pokal uh, trophy. And Holland had two and Sancho had two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two braces. Yeah. So Sancho is killing Leipzig. He I is. don't know what, what the Leipzig defenders did to him, but he, he has <laughs> no mercy. Sancho, Sancho doesn't have any mercy with Leipzig. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. What, what is it from, from the last dance uh, that's become like the best meme in the world? It's Michael Jordan sitting there like sitting there like this, and he goes, <laughs> and I took that personally. Yeah, yeah. Jim Sancho took something personally. Exactly. Like, Leipzig, did you see what Holland did to Upamecano? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what? No, not why. Holland is a beast. Like I was watching it, and I even said, "Whoa, whoa, what yeah. is happening? We got we yeah. got two special talents playing." You know, that's uh, you got you had more though. Uh, I wanted to ask you though, does Sancho start Ooh. for for England? Ah, uh, I mean, in my notes, I would love. Love to see Sancho start for England. Um, I, I, I don't think you can leave him on the bench right mm-hmm. now, based on this form. If he actually keeps this form, I mean, we're less than a month away, Alex. True. You know, that's that's a big deal. You bring him in in this type of form uh, as he's full fitness. Uh, I don't know how you don't put him in front of a. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you construct that midfield. But as I you agree. said last week, Gareth Southgate has a wonderful problem uh, that he has to solve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you got a you got a couple of kids now with Jude Bellingham. He pay, played forty five minutes for the for Dortmund and Gio Reyna. He came on uh, at the end to to have that that one minute that still it's a minute played. Well, like, yeah, and I I gotta say I gotta say uh, Americans are are picking up a lot of trophies this year. Um, it's yes. it's pretty historic, not just for Gio Reyna to do what Christian Pulisic did in twenty seventeen. I think it was he yes. lifted the trophy as well. Um, but look at who has lifted other trophies this year. You got mm. Serginho Dest um, mm-hmm. winning the Copa del Rey. You have Weston McKenney, um mm-hmm. winning the Copa Italia. You have uh, Mark McKenzie, Philadelphia yep. Union boy, winning the Belgian Cup. Brendan Aronson winning both the league and the cup in Austria. Um, I, I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Oh, Zach Steffen. I know he, uh, he, he won the EFL Cup final. And he won the Premier League. Obviously, he is their second string. Uh, but uh, he was on the field, I believe, for that EF Cup, EFL Cup final. And I may have gotten that wrong. But that, that's a lot of Americans, man. And when- you got Pulisic or Zach Steven getting the Champions League. <laughs> one, one American is all you need to make history. That's how young we are when it comes to this. But yes, one, one of them will be winning the Champions League final. Um, and I forgot to, you know, there's another big one out here, and that's uh, Timothy Weah could take another step closer today, uh, winning the League One title with Lille. So well, we, that- we we did mention Lille in the last episode, in the last episode. So if you want to check out on YouTube, the yeah. Lille, 
Did we? Sorry, I interrupted you, but I just wanted to plug it. Oh no worries. Hey, I I, I ran out of the um, I ran. I was at the end of the list anyway. You got so many U.S. players now. It's right. I, I won't feel. I won't say I feel jealous because I'm here in Portugal, but yeah, you certainly have a better future than you had in the past. So. Oh, absolutely. There's no, no doubt. It's exciting <laughs> yeah. times. And th- I want to say that Borussia Dortmund fans, uh, prepare yourselves because I feel like Sancho's leaving. But uh, there's a quote that Sancho said when, when he got the, the DFB, DFB Poco. And that quote said, we are a big club. We should win trophies. Oh, oh, what's happening? Visitor. Oh, we got, we got it. You got a feature. Someone, someone just woke up from a nap. You might have heard the crying in the background. Did someone just, this is my little wonder kid. This is Sophie. Uh, hi. Hi, Sophie. Hi to Alex over in Portugal. <laughs> we were just talking about Jaden Sancho and, and how uh, Alex doesn't think he's, or Alex does think he's going to leave Dortmund. How, what do you feel? Mm. She doesn't care. <laughs> He just doesn't care. All right, you want to go back with mommy? Okay. Um, Bretson, you're a lucky guy. You're lucky. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, she. Uh, you might have heard her screaming in the background. She woke uh, up from a nap and wasn't very happy about it. So that's my life right now. Worth it. Oh, fantastic. I love to see it. I love to see it. Yeah, podcasts and family. What well? Yeah. What better way to do it, right? We're just. This is what I said the last podcast. We're just having a good talk. Talking yeah. about football, having fun, and sure. showing it to people, because yeah. we got we got good feedback, so we're yes, we're we happy. Yeah. Uh, but as I was saying, Sancho did say that he wanted Dortmund to flip the script and start winning trophies. For that to happen, they'll need to keep Holland. But who do you think would uh, would be a good deal for for Dortmund to get? Mm. Mm. Dake, maybe if Holland leaves. Yeah, I, 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 the the issue there is I, I think Leipzig. That's already kind of spoken for. Brian Broby. Really, yeah, well, you got Broby, but I believe Jesse Marsh is going to bring Pats and Daka with him to to Leipzig. Okay. Um, and I, to be honest, I think he'd be stupid not to. Um, but from from a Dortmund perspective, ah, uh, geez, how do you replace? Wait, the question is: replace Sancho or replace Holland? Uh, well, you have to replace both, uh, I assume. So. Yeah, well, I'm going to make say... a bold statement here. I'm going to make okay. a bold statement. Okay. I think both are staying another year. No. I Sancho's do. staying at Dortmund. Look, I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. And I did mention that this comment that he said that United, uh, United Dortmund needs to start winning. But you see, I even mentioned United. I feel like Sancho's going to United. Yeah, well. So. I, I, I think. Wasn't there yeah. a gentleman agreement to leave between uh, Sancho and Dortmund? Fabrizio mentioned it. I, I'd have I'd have to have him uh, refresh that because I uh, I just don't I don't know. Uh, but Michael Zork uh, has been pretty clear that Ho- Holland is a Dortmund player and is going to remain a Dortmund player for another year. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like I've said this four or five times. Um, and the question is, is whether or not Holland has any sway power um, with Sancho or or does uh, Sancho just head back? But it, it is more likely that it's going to be them replacing Sancho than than Holland. I'll definitely give I you agree. that. Yeah, I agree. If they I if they were to replace Sancho, I think a good find would be Nani. 
of PSV. Okay. But he's he's kind of a he's got really good technique. He likes to he has direct good direct goal involvement in Eredivisie. Yeah. I think he had an injury though, but I think they could snatch him up for a good deal. And they, get they, they most certainly could. Yeah. Twenty million. Yeah, uh, easily. Why do you think Sancho is gonna stay in Holland too? What what what's the What's the what, what? What has that thought in your head? I gotta go with I gotta go with unfinished business. Um, and and you have a core there. Uh, you gotta remember that they actually got bit by the injury bug pretty badly. You have Witzel out. Uh, of course, I'm going to. Uh, a lot of their defense was injured most of Who the was, year. Right? Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, you you're relying. You got an 18 year old in Reina. Uh, you got Sancho's 21. You got Holland, who's 20, 21, right? Yeah. Um, you've got this core that seems like it, <laughs> they want to get stuff done. And there's unfinished business there. I think Sancho wants to stick around in order to take care of that unfinished business. And that's mm. at least give Bayern the run for the money that um, they promised their fans. And uh, they haven't done so yet. So mm. I, I, I'll eat crow. I, I, I get it. It's a business. Um, and it is, it is nice to think of Sancho, uh, blitzing, you know, premier league defenses, um, whether it's in red or blue or whatever. Uh, but ultimately I think that the better narrative, the better story would be imagine Borussia Dortmund, um, somehow finding a way past the giant that is Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, Wishful thinking. I still feel like Sancho is going to see the the money of the big the top four in England or the top six now with Leicester. Yeah. And I'm not saying Leicester is going to get him, but I do feel he's going to be very tempted to going back to England. It's going to be very difficult, very yeah. difficult. It's and you got Bayern now with Nagelsmann, Upamecano. I'm going to say they're going to win the league. So <laughs> I'm I'd like to be hopeful with Dortmund. Because yeah. they got such a, a good young core, and they got Yusufa Mukoko, maybe yeah. going absolutely bonkers next season, because he's 16 still. But uh, and they have a world class player. He's an injury prone, but Marco Reus, mm-hmm. he he deserved this title. You know, he absolutely. stayed. He's a, he's the captain of the club. He's been an academy player. He lives and dies for Borussia Dortmund. And Marco Reus deserves more than anyone this uh, this trophy. And I feel like there's such a good bond between all the group. I feel like Sancho really respects Royce. Haaland respects Royce. Pishek, at the end, he was crying. Did you see it? It was a lovely moment. Lovely moment. Team moment. Haaland went absolutely Viking mode, as he always does. And had a huge jump. (laughs) A huge jump. But I feel like there's a good core at Borussia Dortmund. I do understand it. I'd love to see it too, staying, but... Yeah, and and you know it's it's not quite like for like, but uh, now that I've thought about it, them bringing Alex Isaac back um, mm. from Sociedad, uh, it's not like for like from Sancho to uh, from Sancho to Isaac, but uh, man, his his form has been absolutely phenomenal in in La Liga, and uh, it always made me wonder and kind of cringe how you bought him and you never had the the chances to throw at him in order to see what he could do, and it'd be. Uh, you know me, I'm all about narratives. It would be wonderful for him to walk back um, and get it done in front of the yellow wall. Um, but that is going to be something to watch, and I'm sure the headlines will uh, do nothing but um, 
prognosticate about who's going to be the next one uh, to potentially fill the gap uh, or the shoes left by Sancho. But I think Dortmund's year would have been different Mm -hmm. if Sancho had stayed healthy. And you can say that about any year. Uh, But, man, he's, he's showing right now how big of a piece he is to that puzzle. Yeah, sure is. Sure is. Yeah. I agree with and, you. And here's here we here we are. Before we get to the other trophy, mm. I, I just gotta say outright that we're gonna go to Wonder Kid of the Week right now. Mm. My Wonder cool. Kid of the Week. He's my That's Wonder cool. Kid of the Week. And um the reason being is because like you just said, um he RB Leipzig had no answer for him last weekend. They had no answer for him midweek, even after seeing him three, four days before. And then uh, I believe before we even got on here, um, two assists already uh, in his in their Bundesliga match uh, that's still ongoing. So, I mean, I think it's something like four goals, five assists. I'm sorry. I know it's something like four goals, five assists in the last three and a half games oh. for him. Um, and it's just unbelievable. He's got to get Wonder Kid of the Week for me. Um, who's yours? Well, I, I – I just want to say fantastic pick a wonder kid of the week because uh, Sancho is showing levels. But uh, my wonder kid of the week is a player that I feel like is very underappreciated. And that player is Ferran Torres. Yeah. Uh, who, I need to mention this, has previously, previously scored. Ferran Torres has scored a hat-trick to Manuel Neuer for Spain with Anzu Fati. So... Now it's another hat trick, but it's yeah. in a different place, and it's with Man City, which I do feel I have a better squad than Spain right now. Yeah, um, and he was the I think the club's third youngest uh, hat trick scorer. I feel like it's behind Raheem Sterling, and I can't remember the the other name. But I feel like okay, it's I think it's, it's Raheem Sterling, but he's the third youngest. Okay, and what a goal! What a you see yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, El Nino. He reminded me of El Nino Torres, Ferran Torres. I think we, okay. we were seeing reminiscent Torres. Yeah, it, it, it's not just the last name. Um, really good fun. Yeah. 20 million, 20 million pounds. That's a bargain signing by Guardiola. It is a bargain signing. I mean, they took advantage of a Valencia that was in dire straits. Um, and, and that's also something like, you know, somebody like a Yunus Musa. That's why he's gotten a chance there because they, they couldn't go out and plug the, you know, plug the gaps. Um, but it's, yeah, 20, 20 million for, for Juan Torres. Um, you know, they'll spend five fold on that uh, for a defender. Uh, but 20 million on an attacker for Manchester City means, uh, and they're getting what, 13 goals out of them this year so far? Yeah. Ryan Brewster was more expensive than Ferran Torres to Man City. <laughs> For, oh, for right. us to have a, an idea of how how good of a deal Man City got. And I'll say one thing. Guardiola doesn't get it wrong with Spanish players. Tiago Alcantara to Bayern. Eric Garcia to Man City. When he gets a Spanish player, you, 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 must, you must say, why do you want him? It's, pre- it's because he's pretty good. That's yeah. for sure. So, well, well, Alex, that's a paramount investing rule. <laughs> you buy what you know. If you know your players, if you know how they play, you know how they fit into a tactic, that's what you do. So, yeah, I, I have – it doesn't – it makes complete sense that he has a, a high success rate with Spanish players. If there's a good technical ability, which La Masia talents usually have, mm-hmm. Guardiola loves that talent. Foden, Kimish, all players that have really good technique dribbling, 
Yeah. Guardiola's gonna go bonkers for them. Yeah. But we're talking about now we got the wonder kid of the week. Yours was Sancho. Mine yeah. is Ferran Torres. People say in the comment section who was your wonder kid of the week? Because yeah. we wanna see what you guys think. Because if it's all if it's all us, it kinda gets boring, right? So having your feedback, we'd love to see it. And let's so, let's throw another shout out there if you don't mind. Um sure. And this might, uh, hopefully this does actually show up in the comment section. Um, Jedson Fernandez, okay? Cast off by Jose Mourinho. Cast off, right? Um, needed needed playing time, left Benfica. And you know, you know more of the specifics than I do about the whole situation as to why he left Benfica um, on loan. Uh, but he has, uh, you know, this is not a a walk in the park to just go into Turkey, right? The super league and just put a stamp on, on the starting 11. And it, it didn't work that way no, for Jetson at all. He had to wait and he had some injuries. Uh, and the last six games he's been given to the keys of the midfield, been given the keys to the midfield. They've won six games in a row in the league and they were fighting tooth and nail uh, until the last game um, for the super league title. And they ended up losing. You ready for this? They ended up losing by one. One goal. But they Jetson won. made a difference. Jetson made a massive difference. And and uh, hopefully we do have some Turkish, specifically Galatasaray fans, that will come in and, and tell us exactly how much he means to that club because he's been nothing but amazing. And I can tell you, I can tell you on Twitter, um, the, the most quote tweets we've gotten recently uh, in a tweet has been on this one. Because it's mostly Tottenham fans saying, "Why the hell did we let him go?" <laughs> uh, uh, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham fans, I don't think they really need to talk. But Benfica fans, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But it's interesting that you say he went on loan to Galatasaray. One of the best matches I saw Jetson play was against Galatasaray with Brun Lage and Florentine Luis in midfield. Okay. I'll never forget, Brun Lash put Florentin Luis and Justin Fernandes against Galatasaray. What did they do? They beat them in Galatasaray in the Europa League. I, I love that you mentioned Jetson. Jetson is such a good talent. And Florentin okay. too. Like, next season, I hope Efica gives them a chance. Because Florentin Luis and Jetson Fernandes, they deserve. And Jota. And Jota, Jota. yeah. Okay. Jota Flip. Oh, I never forget the, the under-19 European Championship. The free yeah. kick. The, the whole cocky vibe. He's, he, he's got a cocky vibe. He's got the hair. He's got the style. You know? So, I I was so hopeful with him. And I still am. I still am, though. But yeah. I need to see something happening. Just like everyone, you know? Sure. Or you start playing or you start scoring goals. He's 21, 22. So... Yeah. And if and if Benfica are going to take any sort of a lesson from the uh, the book of sporting this past year, it is maybe put some trust into the guys you've molded. I agree, I agree. I agree. I feel like the sh- the whole league should do that. And I did see co- uh, comments that we don't speak about Porto. I just want to put it clear: I don't have a club in Portugal. I do have a club, but not in Portugal. And I absolutely love Porto. You know that my favorite talent is Fabio Silva. I'm not going to say it. I love Fabio Silva. Sure. And I do feel like a lot of people are writing him off in at Wolves. He's going to prove them wrong because Fabio Silva is amazing. And people will see it. But uh, you got the youth league team with 
Diogo Leite, Diogo Queiroz, Diogo Costa, Romário Baró, yeah. uh, Fábio Vieira, Vitinha. He got so many good youngsters. And now Francisco Conceição, mm -hmm. uh, right winger. Ooh, ooh, he's, he's got that Messi-esque. I'm not saying he's Messi or he's near the talent of Messi when right. he was that age, but he's got a Messi-esque type of dribbling. And I'm, he on the under-19 match, he came off the bench and he, he scored a goal straight away. So Francisco Sisson, remember the name. He's a very good talent. And, and that's uh, when I get a nice little notification, that's Chico, right? Chico Sisson, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I did see today. He actually, uh, I think it was for the B, B squad, but mm. he had a couple assists or something. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah. They they, they've got a future too, for sure. Well, you want, well, we got, we've been having top five lists and it's been going good, right? Yeah, it has. I think. I mean, I think so. I mean, people people seem to be pretty interested in it, and uh, they have their own opinions. But th this is this is where we also want you to hit the comment section because uh, no answers right, absolutely no answers right. So, what do you want to do a top five list on today, Alex? Uh, top five under twenty one goalkeepers. That'd okay. be interesting. I, f I I feel like there's a lot of keepers that aren't mentioned a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you, specifically, you specifically left out uh, the age that Gio, Gianluigi Donnarumma is. So I, I get where you're going here. The life past Gigio, correct? Yes, I, right. I love that title. We should put that as the YouTube title. Life past <laughs> Gigio Donnarumma at under 21s. I like that too. Let's do it. <laughs> so you want to do, you start with the number five and our star, I start with the number five? You, sure. As you started in the previous one. I'll start on this one, I think. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. My number five is no. I'm not gonna make like a like a huge announcement, but it's a Turkish player, Ersin Destanoglu. I know I butchered it, but yeah. it's a good Besiktas player, very good goalkeeper. Mentally, you can see his face. He's such. He's got that ruthless face, which yeah. he's he's <laughs> which he does justify it on the pitch because I feel like I did see he's averaging. 89 minutes uh, per game for Besiktas this season. So, he is becoming a very important player. And we might see him in the Turkish national team next to Demiral. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, he's my number five. I think that's a that's a good one. And I think we'll bring him back a little bit later. But I'm not going to tell you where. Okay. okay? And I have, I have a couple more stats about him that, that I know you, you know. And you just – you didn't want to steal my thunder. So, you let me – you let me have all of it. Um, so I, I have to preface this because my number four and my number five are more, um, what's the word, uh, ambitious. They're more uh, okay. aspirational in that I think these two have unbelievable ceilings, mm. but they do not, uh, they have not yet realized those or even gotten close to it. Uh, and in one case, my number five's case, they haven't been given the chance. Uh, okay. So, and I am definitely going to butcher this name. So please, uh, you have a better handle on this than I do. Uh, Arno Tenash for Barcelona. Uh, Arno, uh, Arno Tenash. Yeah, I think you yeah. said it right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I tried my best here, but um, his reflexes. Okay. So I have not seen a young goalkeeper's reflexes um, this good. Uh, and okay. I've been, we've been able to watch quite a bit of him, uh, especially when I get, you know, codes that allow me to watch some of the La Mesia games. Um, 
but he's got as any any La Mesia goalkeeper uh, we can attest to. He's got phenomenal feet, phenomenal distribution. Uh, his shot stopping and his uh, his reflexes specifically are otherworldly, in my opinion. I just think the biggest problem here is how do you make your way to? It's going to have to be a loan, most likely, uh, or a backup or whatever. But he's my number five. He's only 19. He's basically a baby when it comes to goalkeepers. And uh, I think we'll see a whole lot more of him, and it might not be with Barcelona in the future. I don't know. I like that pick. I like that pick. And you're taking the La Masia talents. I I absolutely love that pick. We could do a whole podcast on uh, La Masia talents. Probably a whole Onana. Onana was a goalkeeper at La Masia. Yes, he was. Icardi. Icardi wasn't a keeper, but he still... Yeah. He was at La Masia, but Onana. So he might follow the footsteps of going to Ajax. Everybody's going to Ajax from Barcelona. In my That's opinion. an interesting thought because he'd do very well there. He would. Mm. And, and Sherpin, Kel Sherpin, um, who's the young guy that is supposed to potentially take over for Stecklenburg um, at Ajax, he just hasn't shown what people really want to see. Um, and I might get hurt in the comment section for that, but I know recently in the sparing starts that he received, uh, mm. he, he was not not very not not compelling. Let's say that. Okay. Whereas Tanash, um, right away, I think he'd endear himself to a place like Ajax for sure. Okay. All right. So who's your four? My number four is Diogo Costa okay. because he's yeah. one of the best vocal keepers. I've, 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 he's, he's so vocal. And I want to say the best young trio at defense in the world at under 21 is Diogo Queiroz, Diogo Light, and Diogo Costa. Zero goals suffered in the Portuguese under twenty one league. Uh, no, uh, I zero girl. I zero goals suffered in the under twenty one European Championship by Diogo Costa, Diogo Leite, and Diogo Queiroz. Plus, they played in the UEFA Youth League, and they killed it. Yeah. So, I was highly impressed with Diogo Costa. Only thing I, I I would improve a lot would be the corners. You can see still see he's. He's a little bit shaky on the corners, but okay. reflexes, vocal. It's really Diogo Light and Diogo Costa were so, so good. Uh, I'd say it was two years ago, uh, 2019, when Diogo Costa had the chance to play for Porto's A team. Mm-hmm. And he had six, listen to me, Diogo Costa had six clean sheets in his first six matches for Porto. Uh-huh. So that's a heck of a stat, and let's Makes me wonder why uh, Porto doesn't put that defensive spine intact for yeah. the future and let them grow together. Diokeraj went to. I must be Sergio Conceição, but Diokeraj went to Famalicão. Okay. So, but they're playing really well. Oh, uh, next stage. Or was that alone? It's a. Uh, it's a permanent, but fifty oh, percent okay. of the next deal will go okay. to Porto. So yeah. if Porto were to want to buy Diokeraj, they'll have an easy deal because they already have 50% of it. So, but if you guys want to check out more of under uh, of these three players, we this is going to be the next stage of the under-21 European Championship and Portugal will play with Pot, Daniel Bragança, Vitinha. Whew, that, that Vitinha has so, such a good technique. Yeah. Such a good youngster. Wolves, snatch him up. Don't yeah. you'll regret if you regret it if you don't get it. I believe the word is buttery. Yeah, 
He's he's uh he's a lot of fun to watch. I like him. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna go with my number four since you're you're really really um you know going after these Portuguese players hard. I gotta I gotta go with a little bit of a a homer okay. type of situation here. Um, I'm gonna give you the best goalkeeping prospect right now in the United States. And and let's let's remember before Christian Pulisic, before Gio Reyna, before Weston McKenney. Uh, America was known mostly for their goalkeeping transplants, right? You had guys like Brad Friedel at Tim Liverpool Howard. and Blackburn. You had Tim Howard at Manchester United and most, you know, Everton is what he's known for. You even had, um, even before Zach Steffen, uh, Casey Keller at Rayo Vallecano in, in, in the Bundesliga and I think with Leicester City, uh, actually, um, in the Premier League. And these guys were known for standing on their head because the U.S. was not very good <laughs> most of the time, and uh, they were uh, pretty amazing. So there's another guy that sort of he's setting himself up uh, to be in that category, and that's David Ochoa. Uh, he's a 20-year-old, plays for Real Salt Lake. Uh, Salt Lake is known for Richie Ledesma, Sebastian Soto. Okay. Um, but David Ochoa has shown he's got a little bit of a um a swagger to him. His shot stopping is unbelievable. He's made he made at the Olympic qualifiers some amazing amazing saves. Uh and then you were also reminded as to how young he was because he made a pretty brutal mistake uh in the semifinal that would have seen them uh all they had to do was beat I believe it was Honduras, beat Honduras and they would have qualified for the Olympics but um a pretty bad mistake got him started on the bad footing. Uh, but either way, regardless, expect a young goalkeeper. Exactly. We wouldn't have Il- Ilan uh, Meslier where he is if he didn't make mistakes, right? But David Ochoa, I got to say, out of the U.S. crop of uh, next-level goalkeepers, he's my number four, and you're going to see a lot of them this year because he's won the starter position and the MLS season just started. So um, keep him on your radar uh, buy him an FM, buy him in career mode, whatever you need to do, uh, get him there. Is he cheap? Uh, he might be. Yeah, he's got to be, I, I think. I think, uh, well, so somebody else, tell us in the comment section. I don't know. You might have <laughs> 30 million some other time. But let's keep moving because we got a For lot sure. to talk about, right? For sure. Who's your number three? My number three is the QRC gang goalkeeper, Martin van der Voort. Uh, why? Because he's such a good talent in terms of potential. He yeah. might be, of all the five players that we're going to mention, the one that has the most potential. Donnarumma type potential. Yeah. Because he's the youngest keeper in the Champions League. He's got amazing reflexes. Like, Van der Voort has really good reflex- reflexes. Yep. Plus, look at this stat. Not a stat, but more of a curiosity. He played in the UEFA Youth League one day uh and then the same day at night he played in the champions league he was on the bench of the champions league so uefa youth league by the day and at the night subbed at the uefa champions league matches or so, inverts type uh situation there love it love uh, it and greenwood right greenwood was and doing greenwood, the essays yeah. the essays yeah. and he needed to go to paris love it <laughs> so he's my number three that's a good pick, and I, I would love to see. Uh, I, I think I think he follows us on Instagram. Um, mm. I, I'd love to see his Genk uh, 
teammates talk him up a little more because he's had a good season for them. He really has. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that young that young gang team has done what they wanted to do this year, but they are inching closer in the championship round in Belgium uh, to Club Bruges at the top. So it's goodbye. they're still in it. They're still goodbye in it, it and the big reason why. Yeah, that was a goodbye. Goodbye, uh, yeah. boy. Yeah, again, yeah, absolutely. But that's a good number three. My number three is going to be a little more far east uh, and not far east like Japan, um, Eastern Europe. And I'm going to go with Anatoly Trubin, um, who has has been the starter for Shakhtar. Um, Shakhtar obviously has been a perennial, call him a powerhouse, definitely, uh, or a place where interesting Brazilians go to play. Um, But Trubin Trubin at 19, I believe, uh, has been a starter this year the whole – whole year and uh he's got 15 clean sheets um so again it, it, obviously when a, with a goalkeeper you pretty much get what reflexes shot stopping not making egregious mistakes um he's shown that he you don't hold on to that position you don't hold on to you know being the number one at a place like Shakhtar uh without testing your metal and showing that you can do things in and um I believe his crowning achievement this year was uh uh, was blanking Real Madrid. Um, he he served them up a, a whole lot of nothing. Uh, I was going to mention that one. Really good uh, mention. That was that's a really good mention. Like he was really good with Real Madrid. Yeah, like Real Madrid didn't score that much. Was it, is it that right? No, and I think he made like eight or nine saves. He was killer. Uh, just yeah. amazing. And you remember those results? Those shocking results of Shakhtar this in this Champions League. Why would they want to change it? Why would they want to change it? I know, I know. Well, you I mentioned know. him, and I'm going to mention now that he's my number two. Okay. Is, he's, he's my number two. And another thing that that, that uh, uh, Truman has going along with him is that he's a very tall keeper. He's a very tall keeper for his age. And, oh, that match against Real Madrid, yeah, he was so good. He so was. good. You, you took it. Like, you're, what you said, on point. On point yeah. with Truman. Good. And it was Jose Bot probably that got him, like the mastermind that was at Benfica Jose Bot. So now he's at Shakhtar, hitting all those Brazil. How how did they get so many good Brazilian players? I don't get it. Tyson. I don't either. They 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 find some diamonds in the rough, um, and some some uh, you know they they're not gonna get the the Reniers, and then they're not gonna and I probably killed that name. Uh, the the Vinicius. They're not gonna get those players, but they will get. The uh, I'm I'm already blanking on them, but my favorite is their right back, which is uh, I think his name is just Dodo, um, and he has been amazing at times. The the little the limited amount of minutes I've been able to watch him, young guy too, 22 maybe. So uh, I love what they do there, and uh, always a place to to look for up and coming stars. And Trubin is absolutely uh, one of them. But since so there's overlap. Yeah, since there's overlap there, I got to go with um, I, Dustin Aglu. And I probably said that wrong, but Erson Dustin Aglu. Um, and I put him as high as two. Why? Two? Why? Why? I know. Why? Uh, I've actually seen him play a couple times um, recently and absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he has had stinkers of games, though. He hasn't been Mr. Like Rock at the back, but he's 20 years old. Yeah. But listen to this. 35 starts this year for Besiktas. Is that how you pronounced uh, it? I say Besiktas. You Be- say how, how do you say it? Uh, Be- Besik. 
I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You said it right. Whatever you said, everyone rewind. Listen to how he said it and go with that. Um, he's only been conceding one goal a game, which is actually pretty good. And Super League is actually a pretty high-scoring league. So uh, I think that's pretty great. 13 clean sheets and even better. You ready for this? Tell me, tell me, tell me. 35 games in net. You don't win the title if you just have some guy that's not worth it in goal. I agree. I agree. And Destinoglu may have been. You ready for this? We were talking about Jedson earlier and how Galatasaray lost the title by one goal. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who probably kept that goal out of net? Well, Destinoglu. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep, so he probably was the difference if you think about it. It could have been the defense. It could have been whatever. But, hey, for what we're talking about right now, the 20-year-old goalkeeper for Basitkas in Turkey, uh, they won by one goal, uh, plus one goal differential. Um, I think this guy needs to be given a a little more credit than he's currently getting. And it could be because not a lot of us Westerners um, look at, Turkey when it comes to goalkeeping talent but guess what there is a lot of goalkeeping talent in Turkey and I can list them all but I'm gonna kill their names so I'm gonna put it in the comment section if we cut this and put it up there okay fantastic yeah fantastic that'd that'd be great that'd be great so I'm assuming our number one is one two three Ilan Meslier absolutely (laughs) okay okay why because he's been absolutely unbelievable in the Premier League with Bielsa. But uh, do you have any special characteristic you absolutely love of uh, Meslier? You know, we talked about this with Foden um, and and some others. Uh, Mount, too, has this characteristic. You, you get a guy that's beaten down um, and kind of victimized in some respects, and sometimes it's rightfully so, although nobody deserves a whole lot of flack. Uh, when it comes down to it, it's a football game. But um, he made some pretty bad mistakes in his first showings for Leeds United, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I mean, really bad. Uh, no, I remember. Yeah, but ultimately he came back and he has ha- provided us with how many man-of-the-match performances this season. Um, and against big teams. Against, against big, big teams. teams. Yeah. If you're playing away against Leeds, you're going to have a tough match. Like... I don't think Leeds. If you, I, I, I don't see them losing away from home. It's, it's Bielsa. He seems to find it comfortable to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So he's a he's a quirky guy, but he's a he's a really good coach. Guardiola says he's one of the best. And you know, I've said it in the past. I'd love to. See, I had seen Foden with with Bielsa at Leeds, but yeah. uh, yeah, Ilya well, Meslier, the future of France, Lafon. We had a we we still hopefully have high expectations but Meslier right now he's taking the show at that French goalkeeper spot he is he is and and I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League right now um that's wise yes that's wise yes yes. and I I gotta we probably could end it on this okay one of the best Twitter comments I saw when we posted on uh, his game the other day um was he looks like you know, a baby. Okay. Look at him. He's got a baby face. It's true. It's true. But if you listen to him in an interview, he no. sounds like Barry white, right? He's got this deep <laughs> soulful voice. 
Um, and, and somebody made that comment and I was definitely laughing my ass off. So, uh, good, good on you for whoever put that, that comment down. I probably should actually flash it up on the screen so, uh, we can give him credit, but yeah, baby face and a voice like Barry White. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> end it people, there, right? <laughs> yeah. French people tend to have a very like unique voice too. speaking English. I, he was speaking English or French. Was it English? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I haven't looked up. I got to look up uh, which video clip. Um, cause I haven't seen many interviews with him, but I'm sure we can post one <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. So we got the, we got the top five done, but we, fi- we, we, did, we missed out on a, on a title win. Didn't we? Yeah. Can't leave England yet. <laughs> so the FA cup Lester, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, first I can start with my thoughts about Chelsea um and i still don't understand why tuchel did not put his most informed attackers in the form of kai Havertz and christian pulisic in that 11 um if it's about making runs i don't know what Werner gives you more than pulisic right now um and uh none of this takes away anything anything from what lester did on the day uh but i do know that in the comments section we are going to see VAR wins the day. VAR wins again, right? Um, and I, I'll tell you what, we we ended last week's podcast starting to talk about the, the genius of uh, of how Leicester is continuing to stay relevant even after that amazing win Love it. Um, years ago. And it just, this just proves it. This is not a flash in the pan. This is a, it's a rebuild that had to happen with the, the capital that they utilized to uh, sell when they had to sell off their, their spine, right? Drinkwater, Conte, Mares, Maguire. Um, ben I, Chilwell. Ben Chilwell? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Conte? Yeah. And you take that money and you find a way to bring in guys like Tielemans, who scored the goal and was everywhere on the day. Um Guys like James Madison, who unfortunately, yeah, he's been relegated to a, a smaller uh, role near the end of the year as he's been regaining fitness. But man, he was lights out earlier this season, right? Um, and then you have, well, Casper Schmeichel's a different, we, we, he's not a wonder kid, but we could talk about him forever. Very important. Um, and Wesley Fofana, who for me is one of, behind Ruben Diash, Wesley Fofana is the number two defensive signing of the season um, in the Premier League, easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I agree with you. And you can you can make an argument that he was the number one too. I I, I think. Okay. Because he, he was cheaper, right? And he was outshined with the buy by Saliba. Everybody sure. was talking about Saliba, but nobody was talking about Wesley Fofana. But I'd like to say something that I feel like is really important with Leicester, yeah. and that is how three players always stick there. And that is Schmeichel, that is Vardy, and Wes Morgan. They West st- Morgan. Yes, Wes Morgan. Like he deserved to lift the champion, uh, to to lift the trophy with Schmeichel, because these three players went through the championship. They won the championship. They won mm-hmm. the Premier League. They mm-hmm. won the FA Cup now, mm-hmm. and they went to the Champions League together. So they've got history. These they three do. players, they've got history. So they deserve to win it. And Vardy, Vardy was, he was laughing the whole game. Did you see it? Like at the end, he was just, oh, 
he was he, he Reese James had a had a nudge on him and he was just laughing, laughing. It ain't a party without Jamie, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> he he was gonna sign for Ibiza supposedly before before he, he signed for an English club Fleetwood. I don't know if you say Fleetwood. Is it yeah, Fleetwood? you might be right there, but I, I still I still remember being over in uh, Spain or uh, a while back, and it, it was a bunch of. It was right around the time that they were very close to clinching the title, Premier League title. And uh, we were in some underground bar that was pretty awesome, by the way. Uh, but we're down there and these these Brits come in drunk, pissed drunk. And they start singing, Jamie Vardy's having a party. And they got the <laughs> whole bar singing it. And half the people there probably didn't know who the hell he was. But it was <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Who, I mean, well, classic. It's Kane who starts for England, but Vardy should should get some minutes in the end with that pace, with that oh, energy yeah. he has. Goodness, yeah. You give uh, you give him twenty minutes, thirty minutes, he'll make something happen. Yeah, and Calvert Lewin is a third option. Good. Yeah, I can't we, wait. We, I can't we wait. can talk about that at the end, the the Euros. But I want to mention too Brendan Rodgers mm -hmm. because Leicester have achieved a lot by. Winning the Prem and with Claudio Ranieri and staying at the top. This is what deserves a lot of recognition in my eyes. Staying at the top, being one of the top dogs, one of the top six. And to be that, you need to have a quality coach. Mm -hmm. And Brendan Rodgers, I think he, it was the new news that he, uh, he refused the Tottenham uh, interview. Mm -hmm. And it's understandable because Leicester have a good owner. They've got a good team. They make good replacements for their for their for their sales because you mentioned Conte went and Didi came. Uh, uh, Mares left. They 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 have players for every position. Now yeah. Ricard Pereira, another really good right back, injury prone. I know, unfortunately, but Wesley Fofana. I just want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to mention him. Yeah. Wesley Fofana is one of the best center backs out there and i wouldn't be surprised if he were to be picked for the euros for you for france he deserves it he he yeah he put the performances in the highest level premier yeah. league yeah. wesley fofana performed and the culture at leicester you see what a good owner does mm -hmm. this is the culture of a club with a healthy environment positive a, yeah and what a way to reward your owner and the late the late owner right because of that crazy, crazy thing that happened a couple years ago, three years ago. Um, but what a way to, to reward uh, that family uh, for their ownership too. Um, and you could see the tears in, in the son's uh, eyes um, oh. when, when they were passing that trophy around. Um, but I, I, we also have to remember they had two big contributions this whole year, two mm. big contributions from young boys, right? From guys that were, uh, I don't know if they're Leicester born, Leicester bred, um, mm -hmm. but but these guys, Harvey Barnes, who did not play a part in the yes. final, uh, has been awesome for them this year. Obviously, he's always got things to work on, but he's given us some of the goals of the season um, in, in terms of runs of the season, I should at least say. Uh, and then you have Luke Thomas coming in, and I, I believe he was left back for them, correct? Because th mm -hmm. there's been injuries all season. And these guys didn't miss a beat. In fact, they played significant, significant roles um, in this type of a, of a final win. So I got to ask you, when it all comes down to it, Tell with me. the signings, and, and we know that they're doing really good business, and they continue to do really good business, 
do you consider or what would it take you to consider Leicester City as an actual top six team if we throw out the United, the City, the Liverpool, the Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea? Do you start to put, is it now the big seven? What do you, what do you uh, say? By keeping Brendan Rodgers, I feel like that was a big statement because if it was three years ago, Brendan Rodgers would have gone to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. And Leicester keeping him shows that we are willing to go against the best. Yeah. And I feel like maybe long term, this is, we have Everton too, which is investing. Sure. So uh, we got Wolves, which I'm sure they're going to invest big bucks soon because they paid eight for an 18 year old striker 40 million. Yeah. So. We might see big move Adama Traore leaving to generate funds. But Leicester, I do feel like they are the pioneers mm-hmm. of a proper rebuild. Because when Ranieri left, they went on a rebuild. Because yeah. every every winning team, pieces are going to go. And you're going to make businesses. And they made it perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yeah. spotless. I, I, I'd even say I can't see uh, how, would they w- how they would have done better than what they did. Because they stayed at the top. I don't know, um, and you have to think about it. That 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 spine, that team is is not really going anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon. I mean, indeed, he has. Okay, there will be some very big suitors, as you mentioned last week. Manchester United would not be dumb uh, to to start knocking on his door and and showing him more money for who, uh, for who? but for Ndidi. I agree. Right, but you've got Ndidi and Tielemans. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, I really like how Harvey Barnes has been developing and I think he'll only be better as the years go on. Yeah. You've got Luke Thomas as a long, long-term long fullback for them. Uh, you have money still in the bank. You have Wesley Fofana, who's 20 years old, really? right? And you've already phased out your core, essentially, from your Premier League winning team. And I, I mean, I this is a team that can grow together. They all have a very similar character. Um, you, you've got the guys, the locker room guys. I mean, these guys could be top two, top three for the coming years. I don't know if they can win it again, but Champions not with League C- run. That Champions may- League run would be awesome. Yeah, that would that would change a lot of opinions too. That would sure. change a lot. So we're gonna end it here. Uh, I'm for everyone who's still listening. Thank you so much. We 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 really appreciate your support. And if you could subscribe to our channel and like the video, it would be huge help too. And yeah, uh, Brenton. As always, man, nurse that nurse that vaccine hangover, and we'll see you next week. For sure, for sure, I'll, I'll get better. See you, th- sure. see you then, guys. See ya.